You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. The word peace doesn't always sit comfortably beside parenting, at least not in my house with my kids. Children, by their growing, exploring and challenging natures, aren't really designed to be peaceful. Their laughter, tears and yelling add to a mix that could be the opposite of peace in your mind. But wouldn't we all love a little more peace, at least in our own minds and hearts, if not in our children's behaviour? Sharon Turton is the author of The Art of Peaceful Parenting. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hello. Thank you. What does peaceful parenting mean to you? Peaceful parenting is not necessarily about the children. Children show up in all different forms. Um, It's more about the parent and how we cope with whatever our children are doing however they're acting. So we have a choice of reacting and losing it or actually responding in a healthy way and choosing the way that we are with our children. People say, and I know you write this in your book, that children are their children can be their biggest teachers, as in their own children. What has your daughter taught you? Oh my gosh, my daughter has taught me so much and she's 22 years old now and she is still teaching me things. But I think one of the main things is how to be um, in a balanced state myself when she might be um, defying me, when she is challenging me, when she is, you know, doing something that I don't want her to do. And the, the trick is, well, okay, she's doing all that. That's okay. But why am I responding unhealthily? Why am I losing it? And often it comes back to something that you know, I couldn't deal with when I was a child, when I defied my parents, I would get walloped, you know, or shut down or go to your room or whatever it was. And so it's kind of inbuilt in all of us. The way that we were parented is the way that we tend to parent our own children, whether we believe it or not. And it's a very different world these days. Well, you were, um, you also say there is, there are certain things that you, you Keep in mind when you're dealing with parents and children, and one of those things is that it's important to recognise that our kids do trigger our deeper feelings. You touched on that in terms of how we might have been parented ourselves, but what are the other kinds of deeper feelings they trigger and why does that happen with our kids and maybe not with other people? Our children are so incredibly important to us and we have this deep, deep bond, which is the parent-child bond, and we want the absolute best for our children. And when they are not behaving in the way that we feel they need to, it triggers our deeper pain. If people you know, are judging us because we aren't doing what they think we should do, it can bring up shame, it can bring up embarrassment. As I said before, it can bring up our own unresolved emotions from our youth when our children are pushing our buttons. And if we haven't dealt with our own stuff, there is no way in the world that we can hold space for our children to release their big emotions, whether those big emotions are anger or fear or rejection or having been bullied. If we can't handle it, we can't support them. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Sharon Turton, who's the author of The Art of Peaceful Parenting. We're just talking about what it means to use these terms, peaceful parenting, in terms of being balanced in yourself, understanding that your kids might trigger um, some big emotions you hold yourself from your own childhood. 
Um, one of the other points that you make at the very beginning of your book, another thing that you say to keep in mind about children is that they're always changing. I think when your kids are very young, especially in the first year, that is very true. But then we do we can get quite attached. You know, I think of my daughter now who's five and she loves me to bits and she wants to be with me all the time. And I have heard a lot about that change when she will become a teenager and heading into adulthood where it almost seems like you have another child. Is there um, an element of grief for parents in those changes? So as much as I love my daughter now, she's five, I'm a little bit sad. I can't quite remember what she was like when she was a baby or that she'll never be that baby again. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe that it's something that we go through all through childhood. When my, my little one started school, there was that, that initial grief of, oh my goodness, I can't be with her every day. You know, and then onto high school, there's a whole other letting go. And then from the time kids are around about eight years old, their job is to individuate and move away from us so that they ah. can exactly <laughs> so that they can grow into healthy, independent, responsible young people in their own right. And if we the parent are holding on energetically because we don't want them to change and we don't you know yes I do (laughs) I do too and I found myself that through those um, tween years and then the teen years that for me it was like there was a big rope and the twine on the rope slowly snaps away and every time it snaps there's that little bit of grieving that little bit of letting go and they are pushing it to happen and that's what they need to do because you remember as well doing it to your own parents. Yeah. And because it's not until you have your kids that you go, I am so sorry that I did that to you. And now I'm going to live with you so you we can all live together with my children. So true. So true. You have um, various steps in your book. Mm-hmm. There are too many, of course, to go through here in this one interview. Yeah. But I was wanting to focus on just a couple, if I can. Sure. And people interested, of course, they can um, find the book. The first one is the chapter about having compassion for yourself. Mm-hmm. Why is that so important? Oh. And how do you do it? Yeah. I think parenting is one of the hardest jobs in the world. There's no doubt. I've had many, many jobs, but parenting is the number one challenging job because it touches us so deeply. And when things don't go the way that we feel they should, and when we lose it, we can beat ourselves up. We can get so upset with ourselves. I'm a bad parent. I shouldn't have done that. I've wrecked her for life. All these, <laughs> all these things that we say to ourselves. And yet, having compassion for ourselves, for this huge job of bringing up this human being, you know, can make it a lot easier. Do you have any advice on how you actually practice self-compassion? Because it does seem to be harder done than it is to talk about. You know, we talk about self-compassion, but what does it look like? I think it looks like being emotionally intelligent, being willing to feel whatever the feelings are, being real. And often as parents, we get upset, we get frustrated, we get angry, we get enraged. (laughs) These are all natural, normal human emotions. The thing is, what are you doing with those emotions? 
Are you dumping them onto your children or are you feeling them healthily? And if you come back to yourself and you are willing to feel the the fire of that rage or whatever it is that has been triggered in you, and then somehow, while you're feeling it, surround it with your own love and awareness, it is actually something that you can fall into and come back to a place of stillness where you have choice of how you will respond to your child. And all of that in 30 seconds. All of that in 30 seconds. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. Certainly. (laughs) Um, The other one that I found intriguing was about intuition and action. Uh I'm assuming they're in the same chapter because they relate to each other. But can you talk to me about how that can help parents? I think you know your child more than anybody else on the planet. You know, there's so many books, there's so many courses, there's So much advice out there. But when you come home to yourself and you listen to your gut knowing, your gut intuition, you know what is needed in the next moment for your child. And once you get out of the mind and all the worry, the anxiety, the have tos, the shoulds, the shouldn'ts, and you just come back to yourself in a place of mindfulness and and check from that place what needs to happen, then you will know. It's a deep knowing of what the next right action is in the moment. Sometimes I imagine for parents um, that can be a challenging thing to get in touch with, not just because of that um, information around them, but also the judgment. It could be from your partner. It could be from your mother-in-law. Do you have any advice on how parents can hold on to that feeling of intuition? It's a practice. It takes the willingness to really stop and listen to yourself and to keep coming back. And every time you find the, the mind is going off into that place of, oh my gosh, I should, I shouldn't, she said, and you know, that panicky, anxious place. And our world and the media feeds the anxiety with children these days. But the more that we can come back by mindful activities, by meditation, by reconnecting with ourselves, by simply stopping and looking at nature, having time out, It helps enormously to come back home to yourself. And it's practice. You know, it's not something that just happens. It takes the willingness to to step into that space on a regular basis. And breathing, breathing as well. Often when we breathe really quickly, when we're anxious, it sends cortisol and adrenaline and stress hormones into the body because the body thinks it's an emergency. But if we take nice, deep breaths, the body naturally relaxes and we, that can support us as well to come back to that place of stillness where we have choice. Brilliant. Sharon, thank you so much for your time today. And that's a pleasure. Thank you. That's Sharon Turton. She's the author of The Art of Peaceful Parenting, and we'll pop a link up to her blog later this afternoon if you'd like to check out more. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time. Running a home takes a lot of energy. So at Energy Australia, we've created the Total Energy Plan. An energy plan that, yes, ticks the boxes. Get a discount off your total energy bill, guaranteed. No lock-in contracts and fixed rates for 12 months. Find out how you can save with our total energy plan. Energy Australia. Light the way. Conditions apply. To view basic plan information documents, visit energyaustralia.com.au.